0: I'm pretty sure that the topic of conversation amount, around most dinner tables is how even the President of the United States is vulnerable to the coronavirus. And it's been a strong reminder to me and the community here of how we can't become complacent. And I am sure that all of you who are participating remotely in this mass, you're aware of the challenges that We've been facing here at PC over the past couple of weeks as we've dealt with this fairly significant outbreak among our students. Even at a remarkable place like Providence College, we're feeling the stress. And it's especially tough on our students. I've received lots of emails and letters and calls from parents and students who are just heartbroken. You know, after being in class for barely two weeks, Dozens, maybe hundreds of them, are in quarantine or isolation, and they're all once again taking classes remotely. Now, this is temporary, and we'll be up and running again really soon, I hope, but it's been a challenge, and many of you who have sons and daughters here now know the anxiety that this is causing among them. So these are challenging times for so many in our Friar family. Now, whenever I preach at a Sunday Mass, I almost always preach about something that moves me in the Gospel. But I'm breaking my custom this week because the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians that Therese just proclaimed, it opens with such beautiful words of comfort. Words that speak to each of us during these or during any challenging times. And they bear repeating. Paul writes, Have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving make your requests known to God, then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Have no anxiety at all. It's a reminder that when there's so much that's out of our control, the best, the only option is to turn to God, and to recognize that we're not alone in this, that God is on this journey with us, that as St. Paul says, the God of peace will be with us. Now, about a year ago, Father Shanley gave me this remarkable little book called, A Friendship Like No Other, Experiencing God's Amazing Embrace. And it's written by a Jesuit priest named William Barry, And the premise of the book, as the title suggests, is that God desires more than anything else to enjoy friendship and intimacy with us. This is the kind of relationship that God seeks. This is what he invites each one of us into. And the book talks a lot about how we experience God, how we get closer to him and find comfort in this friendship. But the best part of the book to me was toward the end, the second to the last chapter. And Father Barry asks the question, where do we experience God? And ideally, he says, God can be found wherever we are. We just have to pay attention. But sometimes he's more obvious. Father Barry then talks about how the Irish speak of thin places, thin places. And I'd never heard that expression before, but thin places are places or experiences where the border between heaven and earth is more like porous, if you will, where God seems to leak through more easily. There are places or experiences where we feel so connected with God, places and experiences where heaven touches earth. And sometimes it's an actual place maybe a beautiful cathedral or a shrine. If you've ever been to Lourdes of Fatima or the Holy Land, you know what I mean. Sometimes, as you'd expect, we find it in prayer. Think of being alone in a dark, quiet chapel, another example of a thin place. But the most interesting part, Father Barry talked about unlikely thin places, even places of suffering, even places where evil had occurred, where God is uniquely present. And he pointed out that the most unlikely thin place of all was Golgotha at the moment when Jesus was crucified and heaven touched earth. But he also talked about visiting the death camps at Dachau and Auschwitz. And there were so many powerful reminders that God was there, that God is there. Even in these places of unspeakable suffering, they're sacred places. And I think my favorite part was where he said, sometimes an unlikely thin place is revealed by the people there who show us the face of God. The point is, if we're open to it, it's fairly easy to find these thin places. These places are experiences where heaven touches earth They're all around us. And even in the most ordinary or even in the most unlikely places or circumstances, if we're open to it, we can find and touch God there. We can be surprised by God. And especially in these past few weeks, I felt so strongly that Providence College is a thin place, a place where heaven touches earth. And I've always felt this to some extent, even as a young student back in the day. In normal and carefree times, it's easy to feel and experience God here. You see it in the faces of our community, in the joy of our students, in the commitment of our faculty and staff. But I've especially felt it in times of difficulty and even tragedy here on our campus, those moments When we see Providence College at its best, when we really come together as the Friar family, and where the special people here show us the face of God. And frankly, this pandemic has been one of those times, a time of real challenge for some, and for some a time of suffering, but a time when God has been revealed to us in the faces of our community, where once again, heaven touches earth. And I've seen it in people like Kathy Kelleher, our Director of Student Health, this angel and her amazing staff who spend 18 or 20 hours a day reaching out to and caring for students who are sick or afraid, calming, reassuring our students and their parents. I've seen it in Steve Sears, our Dean of Students, who spends days and nights making sure that our students are okay, making Dunkin' Donut runs for the kids in quarantine, picking up prescriptions for them at CVS, trying to keep his own amazing staff sane as they work so hard, sending these wonderful messages of encouragement to our community. I've seen it in our faculty who had to rethink their whole approach to teaching, but who think of nothing but our students. I've seen it in the hundreds of volunteers, including most of the Dominican community who do contact tracing for us, or who check in with our students twice a day just to make sure that they're okay. Seen it in our young Dominican friars who drove a golf cart through the neighborhoods, singing outside students' houses, blessing their houses, reassuring them that we're gonna get through this, everything's gonna be okay and then streaming masses and prayers to them. And of course, I've especially seen it in the faces of our students. I know there are smiles hidden behind those masks as our students do their part to encourage each other, to keep each other safe and well. My point is, it's felt in our entire community. And there are so many unsung heroes that I could spend the day talking about. PC at its best, God working through us. And you know, this month of homecoming, it's a time for us to reconnect and to recognize once again what a special place that Providence College is and how blessed we are, every one of us, to be part of this prior family. This recognizing that Providence College is one of those thin places where heaven touches earth and where God is felt so powerfully here. And the more we recognize that, the easier it becomes to believe Paul's promise that the God of peace is with us. And to accept his admonition, have no anxiety at all. God bless you and God bless Providence College.